Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Change, what we normalize podcast where we focus on breaking stigmas and changing norms to empower you to elevate your thought patterns, your belief systems, so you can really step into the purposeful life that God has called you to. And today, 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 I have a super, super special guest that I'm excited to have on this episode. And I know that I say that, again, every podcast, but this individual is special. Um, I've had the blessing of working alongside her uh, the past several weeks, um, working on the Creative Entrepreneurship Program, and just her light and love is everything. Literally, when I'm at a low point, her energy in seconds just brings me right back up. So I'm excited to introduce you all to the one, to the only, Miss Soraya Nicole. Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? Hey, hey. get Thank you. That was dope. I appreciate that introduction. I'm going to have you on my podcast. I'm going to start doing a podcast. I'm going to have you out. It's lit. Yeah, you got to have me on for sure. So... For those of you um, who are living under a rock, now nah, I'm joking, um, but who don't know Mr. Ryan Nicole, she's actually a singer, songwriter, poet, teacher, of course, a daughter, sister, and a friend. Um, and just watching her operate and just connect with different individuals um, while being at REC and even outside of REC, just seeing how you move and then also your content, plus actually listening to your work before I even actually met you. Um, it just speaks volumes to who you are and you really just living it. I'm going to be honest. You're just oh, living it. So you. I want to give you those flowers. Glory to God. <laughs> okay. Because it ain't easy. Right, right. Okay. But right. God is good all the time. Amen. For real. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I, I just wanted to give you those flowers because, again, um, just watching you operate is super inspiring to me. Even though I'm older you. than you, I'm just like, yo, she really be like inspiring a brother. So I you love that. Me too. <laughs> I love that. Thank I love you. that. So. A um, few things we do when we kick off the episode before we get into like the nitty gritty. Um, as you know me, big mental wellness, big mental health guy. So it's like, you know, let's do just a quick mental wellness check-in. Where you at right now on a so 1 through 10 honest. scale? Yeah, we want the honest. We want the reality. To be honest, okay. I am, I at like, I started at a 10. I really did. And then now I'm at like a, a 7. And the 7 isn't bad. Seven solid. Seven is solid. Um, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I'm a little tired. I ate pizza. I wasn't supposed to. And don't judge me, people, because I don't. I, that's not <laughs> what I have to do. If you want to eat pizza, that's your business. But for me, I, I shouldn't have ate the pizza. So I just yeah. That's all good. It, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So, really quick, um, two questions. They just we consider them icebreakers. You don't really need an icebreaker to be honest. <laughs> but I, I kind of want to know these answers. So. Um, what's your favorite movie and why? Oh my god, I'm excited. Should I look here? I feel like I shouldn't. Who is that? I'm about to be Scarlett. I love Scarlett. All right, um, say that again. What's your favorite movie and why? Keep going? Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. My favorite movie. Can I say more than one or just only do one? You can say more than one. Okay. My favorite movie, number one. My number, okay. My number one favorite movie is, this is so hard. Ah. 
Why did you ask me this question? <laughs> All right. My number one favorite movie currently is Beyond the Lights. Really? Yes. Do you know what that movie is? I don't know if I've watched it before. Beyond the Lights is about, and I know it sounds cliche, but it's about a superstar singer, and she's having mental health issues, and then she comes across this amazing man. And he's like a bodyguard, and he like saves her, mm. and then they get into a relationship, and it's cute. Is and that then, an older movie? It's the really not old. It's like probably like 10 years old at this point. Beyond mm-hmm. the Lights. It's so good because they're both like navigating their careers, but they also are dealing with their parents' expectations, and they're still young. But then they're just trying to be together, and it's just so beautiful. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I lights. love romance movies. Um, I love Beyond the Lights, um, and that's my favorite movie. Like I wish I could get something deep, but nah, that's no. Cool. I mean, everybody's <laughs> different. Everybody's like some. Like mm-hmm. one of my last guests said, like Mike. Um, yes, like Mike. Somebody, oh, what do they say? Because I always say mine's the pursuit of happiness. That's good. That's a really good movie. Yeah, that's like my my joint, like for yeah. real, for real. And um, I'm trying to think. Other people, I mean, everybody's just different, but right? So I, I'm going to have to check that out. Beyond the it's, Lights? It's a good movie. Honestly, that movie low-key is deep, but I, I don't want to give it away, but it definitely talks about um, mental health in regards to being an artist right. and what it's like dealing with so many people on you and they expect you to always show up and be 100%. Right. And it's like, I'm still a human. I can't perform everywhere I go. And that always resonated with me because I feel like, you know, artists are humans. We can't expect wow. them to perform every second of every minute. Sometimes right. they just need to be themselves. That sounds really interesting. I'm going to check that movie. out. Beyond the Lights, see if it's on streaming. Yes. All right, so um, second icebreaker question, last question. Um, what's a food you cannot live without? Oh, plantain. Really? Plantains be, all right, it got to be cooked right, first of all, and it got to be from the right spot. Because <laughs> I've had some really dry plantains from some place. I'm like, oh, what are y'all making? First of all, there's green plantain and there's sweet plantain. I don't eat the sweet ones. Well, you miss out. I never had a green one. <laughs> green plantain is those are the dry ones that you're talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. I like so you can eat it like totones or you know that's the Hispanic version of you know, dry plantains. <laughs> really just green green plantain. <laughs> and then I like sweet plantain too. I like to I could eat that every day. Sweet plantain. I kind of do. Yeah. I both. I like both. I like a dry pla- dry pla- Why am I saying that? I don't say that. I'm not saying it cuz you said it. I like green plantain because um it's like potato, tastes like potato. And then sweet plantain just tastes good. Like yeah, you sweet can just plantain. I can eat it by itself. I can eat it with eggs, not real eggs, vegan eggs. Um I can eat it with um Okay. I really love eating plantain with everything. Shout out to the person who put me on to plantain. Really? Yeah. Good stuff. Plantains be rock. I don't know about the green ones, but... um. You probably ain't never had no good green plantain. I don't know where to get them from. Listen, you get it either homemade or you go to the restaurant. Just I got to learn how to cook them. That's probably the problem. You got any Puerto Rican friends, Dominican friends? You got any... Yeah. Go to their house or go to the mom's house. Get you some... Plantains with the rice and beans? Be That's rocking. what I'm saying. Or, or you can go to the, to the Jamaican uh, restaurants or the Caribbean restaurants. That's true. That's yeah. very true. That's very true. So um, That's what I like. Right. 
You gotta you gotta actually put me on some spots that's out here while I'm out here, like some spaces I can go to because I be going to the same spot every time I'm here. I mean, it's tempting. I always go to Hip City Veg. Oh, I love Hip City Veg. Shout it's out to amazing. Hip City. It's just hard to go in if you buy yourself because there ain't no parking. Go to Bar Bonbon. It's owned by the same founder of Hip City Veg. Mm. It's vegan Puerto Rican food. Mm. I just blessed your life. Vegan <laughs> Puerto Rican food. Life. I was there yesterday for happy hour. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, you put me on some spots. I'm going to definitely have to get those. So um, let's jump into a little bit more, though. Uh, I'm trying to think. The first exposure to you was, I think it was through Rec Philly's like, Instagram, actually. I'm cracking up. Or maybe it was Will's Shout page. Out to Rec. It was either Rec or Will. I mean, Rec is Will. Or Will is Rec. One or the other. But um, We are Rec. Right. <laughs> right. But they posted you with the Sixers. Th- when was that 76ers thing? They posted that? Somebody posted that. Oh, and wow. somebody reshared that because that's how I found you. That is so sweet. And then I think I clicked on some stuff and I started deep diving and then I saw you had music. I was like, let me check the music out. So I downloaded the music to my um, iTunes and I listened. I was like, I was trying kind of a bop. Thank you. And I think that's when I was uh, trying to get you on a podcast originally. Dope. Yeah. But you look reply. at that. Listen, <laughs> listen, let me say something, make one thing clear. Because y'all be fighting me when I don't be responding to my DMs. And I need y'all to understand, like... You got to be persistent, y'all. Not... No. No. It's not about persistence. It's about... <laughs> I'm still learning with Instagram. Okay? Mm. I'm still learning with social media. Because then I already got my own text messages. Then I got emails. Then I got DMs. That's five billion conversations in th- on three different platforms. I don't got no management. I get it. I feel you. I feel you. I didn't even know you. You ain't DM me. You lying. I'm, okay, we're going to look at it after this. Yes, you did not DM it me. Was on, it was crazy, <laughs> and it's crazy because like I sent you the message about being on a podcast probably like January, maybe. You and emailed then, me? No, no, no. I DM'd you. Oh, wow. I was just bold, just DMing people to be on the podcast, and I reached out to you, and then I think I reposted like your song or something. Mm-hmm. And then you share, like, oh, thanks for sharing the song. And I was like, oh, she didn't read the message above that that said being okay. a podcast. But I was like, okay, never mind. Never. What we not about to do. Don't come for that me. That was my thought. In my head, I was like, oh, she's big I time. I probably didn't see that. I was like, she's definitely big time. But it's all oh good. Oh, my gosh. Now, we, we, we here now. We here now. This podcast, is he's trying to make me feel like a terrible person. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. But long story short, um, I did get the music, and I thought the music was fire because it was a mixture of, like, several different things like you weren't just singing it was like poetry on there you was rapping i was like dang she really like multifaceted with this thing and really an artist artist so i thought that that was fire um and i was actually a fan first my okay and then when they said we were doing the creative entrepreneurship thing i was like oh snap look at god look how you work um so what i want to do is this for people who don't know you Mm. um i want you to go a little deep into your story i want you to take us back so you're you're fairly young but i want you to take us back to Let's just say origin stories. Like, how do we get to this point where you're now traveling, singing, um, you know, singing at this uh, on a Sixers thing? Like, you're you're really making moves and a name for yourself as an artist. You know, I always tell people that your story is about you, but it's not for you; it's for someone else. So, I want you to go and take us back a little bit with your <laughs> story. Once upon a time, many many <laughs> long years ago. Um, <laughs> Um, I was about like four years old when I knew that I wanted to sing. I just wanted to be like my mom. I still do. My mom sings. She's a poet. She acts. 
She does everything that I do. That's um, really dope, actually. Yeah. That's so really and my dope. dad acts too. So and he's a poet I didn't too. Know your dad act. They're really cute. They're cute. Um, so they're both like artists. Right? Yeah, they're both like just in- incredibly talented in wow. everything that they do. And um, I be joking with my my uh, siblings. I have it's it's four of us, but it's okay. It's four of us, and I'm the third one. And so I always tell my mom and dad, third time's the charm. So, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though, I just wanted to be like my mom. And I would go to rehearsals. Me and my sister um, would go to my mom's rehearsals. Like, because that was just a part of our lifestyle, just seeing her go to work, be this working woman, be a mom, but then do that and be a wife and just go to rehearsal and just sing. And, like, she was the star of the shows. And it was just so cool. So I was like, all right, I want to be like my mom. And I want to do this. And so once they realized that I had talent, um, they started putting me into theater programs. And so school was kind of like work it, it, in a good way. Like I was in the plays. I was um, the leads in the musicals. I played Annie when I was in sixth grade. And I was Dorothy the next grade in The Wiz. And then mm-hmm. like they made sure like I was involved. I, but it became a thing that where I wanted to do it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I had the option, the choice to be in the plays. But while I was doing the plays, I was playing the trombone. I was playing the the upright bass. So I was in orchestra, string ensemble, and jazz band. And I was doing the musicals. And I was in choir. So I just like doing art because it just kept me occupied. And it was one of the best ways I could express myself. And a lot of girls just didn't play the trombone and the bass. I was like, I'm going to be that cool girl. I was like, who's playing trombone (laughs) and the bass? Yeah, so I was like, a lot of times I was the only girl playing this particular instruments. And so me and my guy friends in sixth grade, we would be all hyped, like, oh, we about to do jazz band. Was that by choice? Yeah, that's because I wanted to do that. Wow. Yeah, nobody was... When I'm I'm in school, well, the school that I went to, thank God, I had the option to pick my own electives, so... Tuesdays was choir, Wednesdays was uh, bass practice, um, Thursdays was trombone practice, and it was just fun. Um, And then I went to Kappa for theater. Um, Oh, no, and then the summer, every summer I was in theater camp. I was in two theater camps for years every summer, and then I went to Kappa for theater. Um, Yeah, that was a lot, though. Yeah, in a good yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like. Well, first <laughs> thing I noticed was that your parents noticed the gift, and was like, "Hey, let's 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 water the gift. Like, let's put her in these environments," which I think is really really important because a lot of parents don't necessarily do that when they notice the gift, and mm-hmm. they they spotted it and threw you in there. Like, all right, let's put her in here, 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 um, which is really really dope. And I would accredit that to a lot of you know your success now because you've had well over 10,000 hours of, like, oh, thank you. training. So you started as a kid, which is <laughs> which is dope, though. That's really dope. I'm thinking about, you know, me growing up playing sports, playing basketball. Um, there weren't a lot of different parents. Well, parents weren't really involved in that way, depending on where you were. But they weren't literally taking their kids and putting them in camps and stuff and putting money behind it and, like, yeah. Yo, you need to be here. It was kind of like, yo, school is enough. That joint free right now. You good. But I think for parents out there, you know, noticing those gifts in your child, because we all have them, they're God-given, 
it's like how can you start to water that thing? So I wanted to just shout out your parents, honestly, because that's that's fire. They did shout that. out to my parents. <laughs> I don't know where I would be without them. Yeah, right. they dope. Shout out to Lori and Dwayne. Those are ah. parents. Yeah. It's like parents from a different world. <laughs> Listen, I got, I got the throwback names. parents. People be trying to play me. I wasn't allowed to do nothing in high school. And then, first of all, in middle school and high school, I couldn't go to the Sweet Sixteens. I couldn't go to. Um... Oh, they wasn't on. Oh that. yeah. Also, I want to emphasize too. Definitely a PK. Definitely. Oh, yeah, so it wasn't just yeah. oh my parents supported my talents. No, they were like you have a calling on your oh, life. Oh yeah, you got calling to the Lord. You got to come yeah. to this in the house of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was acting in church plays too. So the Easter play came around. I was doing it, the the Christmas play, mm. but it was voluntarily. Like they never forced me to do anything. But I always saw my dad preach and do what Bible study. Um, mm. And, um, yeah, like, so they just were, like, always saying, your gifts will make room for you. And, That's yeah, facts, though. So, and church just was always encouraging. And, yeah, I don't know. So it's like a combination. Like, they're really heavy on faith, believing, you know, in God and believing in yourself. And they always taught me that, that I'm their boo, <laughs> period. They taught me that. So that's what I stand on. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's hilarious. But no, that, that's powerful though, <laughs> that they pour that into. That makes me think of um the Kanye doc. Mm-hmm. Like his mom. Yes. It's, it almost sounds like that's what they were to you. That yeah, they still alive. So thank God. I still have my parents and they still are heavy supportive. Like and I used to think they weren't. At one point, you I was young. Everybody got to go through that phase, though. Yes. And it, honestly, it was a very immature mind. It really was because they couldn't make every show. And so keep in mind, I'm, like, performing, like, every week. And I'm, like, 18 performing. I'm, like, I'm performing here. I'm performing here. And I'm, like, Mom, you're not coming to my shows. Mind you, these shows are, like, very late at night. It's probably people smoking weed outside. I was younger. Don't judge me. Um, but like now that I'm older, I'm like, good. It's a good thing my mom didn't go to those shows. Like she wasn't supposed to be there. But the gag is though, it wasn't the right environment. But the gag is, is that I recently got to perform at the art museum and they got to go. And like they had the time of their lives and it was like, it was adults there. It was people their age there. It was so fancy. It was food. It was open bar. It was, everybody had to dress up. And that was a show that, like, okay, they were there. It it was, just, and they had fun. Mm. And that was a proud moment for me. So I'm like, it's it's all about those moments. That's a full circle moment, though. Like really being able to bring them into your world of like where you are, and like they get to experience the fullness of you performing. Everything they poured into you, everything you develop. Like that's that's a different kind of moment, right? That hit different. It do. If I was yeah. my mom, I would be proud too. <laughs> <laughs> right. I really want a, right. a daughter or a son, so that way I can be like, look at what he's doing. You know mm. what I'm saying? It feels good. Like I know I understand my birthdays. It's not about me. Like I used to mm. think, oh, my birthday is about me. Like really, our birthdays are just an opportunity for our parents to like. Sh- they really should be celebrated because it's like this is my creation. This is like. That's right. like my art. That's this is the anniversary deal. of my art. Wow. That's crazy. That's a different perspective. That's a different kind. But we do be real selfish with our birthdays. 
And it's like, yo, y'all should, you should really thank them because without them, we wouldn't even be here. Right, right. Oh, I like that. That's that's <laughs> gonna. Mm, that's, that's got me thinking about my birthday this year. That's gonna. Okay, I like that. I like that. So, um, in regards to your art, um, like I said, you do several different things. Yeah. Um, and you do them well too. I think that that's important to thank like you. emphasize. Like you don't just do them. Like some <laughs> people do stuff and it's like, oh, and it's kind of trash. Like I know people like I'm a photographer. It's like you know. You got a camera. You're not a photographer. You know what I mean? But you do you do a lot of things very well. When was or, or bring us to some of those early, early moments where you knew like, oh, this is this is it, like where I'm performing and things like that. Like what were those first experiences like? Or where were you performing during as those a times? professional or just as, as somebody who just enjoyed to perform? No, as a professional. Oh. <laughs> um uh, I mean, like, can you say that again? So explain to us how those first, you know, moments were. Like, what okay. was that first moment when you really started performing and you was like, I'm a professional artist now. Like, I'm professional with this. Well, um, I didn't graduate on time. I did not graduate on time. Okay. I had a very terrible high school experience. And so um, I didn't graduate on time. And that really hurt my heart because I was like, whoa, no, this is not the scope of my life. And so... Um, not only did I not graduate, I didn't go to college. I didn't go to school right after college. So I was just like, damn, well, it's either this or my art. And the other thing didn't pan out the mm-hmm. way I wanted it to. So I was like, I don't really have an option but to be successful off of my art. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I don't have an option. So I got my diploma. Don't be judging me. I got my diploma. I did summer school that year, and right after that, I was like, all right, I draw, all right, I was I was skipping school. I was, I was just, I was going through a lot of mental health issues that I didn't, weren't able to detect during high school, and so now that led me to creating opportunities, so I started creating open mics. You started yeah. creating open mics? Yeah, I was doing open mics for years, Um, but wow. I started when I was 17, and that was how I was able to build my new community because, out, like, outside of Kappa, it was a bit depressing because I had a creative community. So that's why, I like, Rec, I love Rec because it's, like, I already, I've had creative communities for years. You know what I'm mm. saying? Especially coming from a school like Kappa. Um, but then everybody, like, I don't have it every day anymore. Right. So it's like, what am I going to do? And so... And then everybody's in school, so I created a new community um, through the open mics, and people were paying to come. And um, that's where I debuted my poetry and my music. Um, It was dope. I met instrumentalists. I met so many different types of people. And then so I just would do a whole bunch of free shows um, for, like, the first year. Yeah, the first year that I um, graduated. And then... I got my first paid, first of all, I got my first paid gig as a poet, not an artist. Really? Wow. And that was my senior year of high school. So even though, like, things didn't pan out the way I wanted it to, shoot, God was like, this this is a seed that's going to be planted. And I got paid, like, I was like, yeah, I was like 17, I got paid like $150 for two poems. Wow. And for me, that was a big deal. Cause yeah, I was like, sure. I'm like, okay, like, sure. Man, I can get paid. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because um, those poems that I was um performing, I was going to after school club at PYPM, mm-hmm. 
and full circle full circle moment the founder of PYPM right now he didn't know who I was because he has this huge organization this Philadelphia youth poetry movement he winds up booking me well connecting me to the guy who books people for the Sixers in 2022 look at that wow that's fire that's fire. <laughs> Shout out to Greg Corbin because right, right. he's an amazing poet and now one of my mentors that I really appreciate. That's incredible. Yeah, it's one of those things like if you don't start and you don't take the bold decision, like you said, you were doing free for like a year or so. Like you was putting in work, like putting on your own stuff and networking and things like that. That's incredible. Oh, People think you. you just get to this point because you got a hot song or you can sing. It's like, nah, you got to put in mad, like, groundwork, bro. Like, I'm, I'm building a whole community, and I've been doing it for several years. Thank you. And I think that's really important, especially for the young creative, to, like, understand, like, put that type of work in. Thanks. I forgot to say, though, I was oh, street yeah. performing. So I started street performing, too. And that's so. just what, pulling up on the street and just... Yeah, so busking is technically the term for it. Busking is when you, you see somebody, an instrumentalist, preferably... Um, playing an instrument or singing a song, and they have, like, a little jar out in front of them. And, yeah, they're playing, but you can give them tips. And so I was street performing doing my poetry. I was street performing doing my singing um, in oh, high school. How was that? Was that, like... It was amazing. S- oh, it was amazing? Really? I You'd thought somebody would say it's, like, scary. Because like, people are very... <sighs> a lot of people are very... Um, afraid to do something on that level where so I'm going to just be bold and put myself out there. That's why you got to do it. Because I don't want to be embarrassed. That's why you got to do it. Right. I knew that, like, I knew I wanted to sing. It was it was my junior year or my senior year. I knew I wanted to sing, and I saw all my friends do it. Like, this is a normal Kappa thing. Like, all my Kappa friends, like, busking is normal, especially if you're an instrumentalist. Um, and we, we city kids, so it was just like, oh, we about to go play on the corner of Chestnut Street and make some money. Like, that was a normal thing, and so, but a lot of singers didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, that's when I was like, can I play with y'all? Like, these two instrumentalist boys who was really cool. And he was like, yeah, you can sing with us for a little bit. And then they was like, all right, we about to dip. So, he was like, you got this. Just don't worry. And I was just singing. I was very little. I was like 16, just singing <laughs> on the corner by myself. And that led, led me to my first, like, paid, paid opportunities, like, to corporate corporate money that led me to be on WHYY. Um, Somebody if, found you on a the yeah corner on the corner sing? singing. People, I'm gonna tell y'all, stop sleeping on street performers because I got my first corporate gig. Okay, through street performing, and my yeah, and and I got booked by WHYY. Like, and I have That's had incredible. a whole segment wow. on me street performing, um, and it was amazing. I'm I was so little at the time, but there's people like IJ Cello. I'm another amazing Kappa alumni. Also a rec member who's just incredibly talented, who still street performs while being a professional, you know, performer in corporate mm. to this day. So, and she travels performing. So I just think everything is perspective. And, of course, you have to be careful. I've definitely had some scary moments where it's like people are really creepy. But it's like, I'm from Philly. You just got to be ready at all times. When you know the energy ain't right, you just know the energy ain't right. And you just right. keep it pushing. But the bread was... That's lit, though. Yeah, it, it find was. You in that, it's like, to me, it's like the most, I guess, the least likely place I would think, for, especially for like corporate and things like that. So that's that's very interesting. But, but you got to think about it. That's the city. At? Right, right. You in Philly. This is the like the top five, the, the fifth largest city in America. And it's not like you're getting exposed to 
every type of person. You don't know who's walking past Chestnut. That's a fact. That's a fact. It can be, yeah, it's a fact. It can be yeah. multi-millionaire, skyscraper owner. It can be anybody really just trying to get some food. Yeah, my friend, she was, she was street performing in Miami. The person walks by, connects her to this gig, come to find out it's a Nike gig. Wow. Because that's, that's the biggest audience. And so one thing I learned at Kappa, or my freshman year at 12 years old, we had to learn a poem called All the World's a Stage. And so like I took that literally, and I was like, all the mm. world's a stage. And if I want the world to see me, like, and, and if I want to inspire people, I have to start as a street performer. And duh, it was scary, but that's why I did it. Like, you got to do the things that scare you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if you don't, we call you... The cat word in Philly, if you don't <laughs> do it, you know. So Philly's different, but that's <laughs> that, that's that's different though. I'm about to give me a mic and just start going on the corner and just speaking to people. Speaking to people, what? Just be out there, just it, what? That could be a whole niche, but yeah. don't give me in my creative coaching bag. Yeah, I'm about to do that. I'm about to go in the corner. We about to, we and about when, to and you like travel, that. so when you fine. travel, Hit that's perfect, and then you can interview people. I just always feel like it's going. It's going to be one of them drunks like, hey, man, I'm trying to sleep, man. <laughs> it's like, yo, my fault. No. My fault. Brian mean too. No, nobody. If you in the city, no, it's, no. All I got to do is give me one of those mics. You go I'm down to right now. Speaker. It's literally, there was a xylophone. And shout out to that girl. Um, there was a xylophone that's playing. Who, that's so unique and distinct. A woman at that, a black woman xylophone is playing at that. I'm like, you're going to. It blow up immediately, and then the next block, a uh, accordion is playing. Literally, all on the same block. Then the next block, a violinist is playing. Like that's Philly. That's, that's what a vibe. it. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get me a mic, get my mic set up with the with the speaker, and I'm a. I got some stuff to talk about. I got some stuff I want to talk. That's that's fire. You can't do that where I live, but that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that where I live. <laughs> but um, I'm a definitely. That's a really really dope idea. So, um. Let me hear more about, obviously, you know, you've been in the corporate side. You're now traveling more. You're doing a lot more, um, which is really lit, which is really lit. But this is all part of the the dream and the goal. So let me ask you this. For you now, what is that that dream and the goal? Are you living in it or is this still something you're searching for? Or not searching for, but kind of like striding for? Hmm. Because for most people, you live in a side of, like, they, they dream already. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Well, I mean, I definitely wake up grateful every day, and I I say, Lord, I am thankful, God. Thank you for this. Thank you for that, you know. But I think, I don't know the type of person I am. I'm a Scorpio, y'all. So the type of person I am is, like, I'm such a goal-setting type of person that once I know I can complete this goal, I stay present in the fact that I... Right. Okay, I can. I set this goal and completed it, but it just, it's like a hunger that makes me be like, ooh, what else can I complete then? Mm. Not in the sense of not being content, but in the sense of, it's kind of like, hmm, okay, if God can do this miracle, what else can God do? Not in the sense of like, like a, a, it's like a luck thing, but in the sense of like, okay, like, this is amazing, like, and... I'm just excited because I think I'm just getting started personally. Like, right. I feel like I'm just getting my feet wet. And, yeah, I think there's so much to do. Um, that's 
bigger than me in terms of like collaborating with other organizations like Uniquely You Summit. Um, like I'll get a chance to really work with them this summer and mm-hmm. teach black girls um, about creativity and confidence and the importance of that and just, just making sure like the mission is being fulfilled. And for me, that mission involves um, other people. You know what I'm saying? Like right. just collaborating with other people and knowing that we all need each other and that it's not about me being this amazing, talented person. It's about like everybody knowing that if I could do it, you can do it too. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do it alone. I have God. Like God is the reason why I'm still alive to this day because I could sit here and be like, oh, everything is nice and pretty, but no. All right, I said earlier, I did not graduate on time. I skipped two years of high school. I missed two years of high school because I was on drugs. Mm. Okay? So, and even though I was back and on track senior year, it was like, yeah, no, sis, no. you missed two years of school. I'm like, no, please. And that, But that taught me, that was a wake-up call. That was, like, my defining moment mm. to, like, okay, sis, you... It, that moment made me understand, like, okay, you never really had a celebration. Because, you know, if you think about it, a graduation uh, is the moment, like, in American culture is where, okay, this is, this is like, the next big thing outside of marriage. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, I didn't have that. So that's why I'm always so, like, all right. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Not to necessarily prove anybody wrong, but to remind myself that, like, there's still work to be done. And mm. there's just still work to be done. I don't know. I just, I, I can't fail. Mm. I can't fail. I don't, like, my saying is I refuse to lose. I choose to be more than what you think of me. I'm defining my whole destiny. And with God alone, I have the key. Because mm. people judge, but, like, it's like, you can judge me, but... I'm still going to put their work in. And the people who hated on me, now they don't got no choice but to love me. Mm. So, because it's like, how can you, how can you hate? I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, because I am love. Right. So it's like, how can you hate, you know? So, but that's the type of energy I want other people to have, like, you know? And I come from Philly, the city of love. The city of, 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 yeah, brotherly love. And sisterly love. When I say brother, I mean sisterly too. <laughs> I feel like it's like um, in the Bible when they say he all the time. It's like, I mean, both of us. Yes. That's what they're talking about. Or when yes. they say man. But um, yes. no, nah, thank you for sharing that. So when I, when I think of you, I think of resilience as you talk about love, light, who you are, all of these incredible things. Um, resilience, but that doesn't come without turmoil. That doesn't come without Gosh. some type of tension. So for you as a creative, as an artist, as someone who is multifaceted, someone who's always around people, someone who's on big stages. Um, how has mental health played a part in all of this? Child, I'm in therapy. Amen. I'm in therapy. Like, also, I'm very emotional, too, so it's taking a lot of me not to cry, okay? <laughs> but um, I'm in therapy, and I think that's the best decision I've ever made in my life. This is, like, one of my best years I've ever had, just being honest in terms of, like, tapping into like tapping into myself but like on the outside looking in like going to a specialized person Mm -hmm. I mean a specialized therapist or whatever I don't know who can who can just truly listen to me not wanting really anything in return and who's literally studied their life you know to help other people 
Um, and it just it helps me because I feel like I know I'm not crazy. I know that it's not just me. There's a whole world of people, especially young black women who think they can't right. do therapy. Mm. And so I'm like, all right, well, if I can do this and have a positive experience, I can encourage other young black women to to get therapy. And it's made me feel so much better. I now know a lot of mindfulness tools and practices and that I even got to teach them to kids and stuff like that. So um, I love therapy. Um and this made this year be very productive. Like, this is my most productive year, I feel like. Because before, I mean, you can see I'm kind of like a workaholic. Like, just based off of everything, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm kind of a workaholic, but not in a bad way. I just, you know, but now I'm learning that being a workaholic is a bad thing. And that you have to have balance. You have mm. to rest. You have to talk about the things that are going on. Um, whether whether they're good things or bad things, you know, or in the middle. Right, right. So, yeah. So what does, or, or what are, so you said something about mindfulness and things like that. What are the current practices for you right now? Um, daily Shine is a really amazing app. Um, it's a cute little investment. You can get a free Daily Shine um, if you don't pay for it. You can just get, like, one of them a day. But I like to, I need the whole joint, okay? So I pay for it yearly. <laughs> and, um it pretty much just gives me opportunity to breathe, to meditate, and to also reflect and journal. So I'm heavy on journaling too. So right. um, during the pandemic, I started journaling daily. And I always journal. Like I have journals from when I was like in fourth grade and stuff like that. Like So yeah, it's lit. So I've always journaled. But now I journal every single day. I journal whether I ate today. I journaled how I felt, whether it was a good day or a bad day. I'll journal like I'm sitting here with Nate Evans Jr. and we are doing <laughs> like, and it's cool because then I can just look back on it. It's That's like dope. it's like my my story of my life, you know. That's powerful, and I journal as well. I think I was telling you before I did like gratitude journals for a long time, and my most recent journals are just letters to God. So I just write like yeah. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like a pen pal kind of thing. So I'd that like, need to be a movie. Nate Evans Jr. That is the guy, or that could be his next book. That sound like that is the guy. Leak the book? No, you, I'm joking. You ain't leak the book. I'm joking. I'm joking. It sounds good though. No, nah, it is. It's 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 a great <laughs> practice for me. It's really like a pen pal kind of relationship because <laughs> the way I grew up, my mindset towards God was very, um, I don't know, I like the slave mindset. Like I was always scared. I feel like I worshipped God out of like fear, mm -hmm. not a good fear though, but just like a. Yeah. I didn't understand the love part. So me writing these letters now, it's like, oh, we're just chopping it up. So I love it, and I love journaling as well. It's a great way to just release what's in here onto something. And like, so you can go back and be like, oh, wow, and yeah. read those. So that's I think what I was that's thinking dope. last summer. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's what I was right. about. Right, so I was tripping. For real. But that's good, though. That's good because then you can actually grow. You have something to measure with. So yeah. I want to transition really quickly. Um, I want to talk about the Truth Is album. Oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, really briefly. I want to talk about that. I want you to share, you know, share about that project. Share from the name. What was the concept? Like, why this? Hmm. Okay. Where were you at? You know what I mean? Okay, so that album, technically, majority of it was written in high school. Believe really? it or not. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of it was written in high school as spoken word poems. Um, wow. Yeah, so, like, that was just my, that always was my release, was poetry, and um, I knew that, my voice matters, so I knew, I knew that, like, 
I need to utilize it, whether it's um, a poem or whether I turned it into a song. So it took a long time to put it together, but I'm happy I finally have it mm. because, like, what's the track list? I mean, the, it starts off with a prayer. Mm. And the, the, the first song is called Ready. And mm-hmm. I'm basically saying, like, I'm ready for God to enter the room because it's, it's, it's like the opening prayer for the album. So that way people know, okay, God, God is going to speak through me. So God, speak through me, enter the, whoever's listening to this album, enter their, the room and let them feel your presence, That's not fire. just me. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it talks about my experience as a young woman um, dealing with young men that's the nice way to say it and um navigating uh insecurities and then that leads into self-love and Mm. you know and i just think that's so important because the self-love part allowed me to tap into a higher love which is my connection to god and so the truth is I, i titled it that because this is my truth this is these are my experiences and the first and last song is starts is it's about God. It's about me tapping into God and ending it with saying like, like, God is the reason why I do what I do. Um, I don't I know I don't know what I would be without God. I really mm. honestly would be dead. Mm. Just being honest, um, I I really you know I've experienced a lot of trials and tribulations even though I don't look like it. <laughs> Thank God, but I've experienced <laughs> a lot of trials and tribulations. And but that's why I write. That's why I perform um, to let people know, like, there's hope. Like, I know I know what it's like to be depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, technically, I'm diagnosed diagnosed with depression. So I know the other side. And that's why I I have so much joy, because I know what the other side is. People are always like, Sariah is so hype. She's so excited. She's so bubbly. And I'm like, because I know what it's like Mm. to not be. You know what I'm saying? Just like you said earlier, the the joy comes with the pain or whatever you said. And so um, <laughs> you need both sides, you know, yin and yang. And so um, I don't know. I'm just like, and then whatever child comes next, I'm like, all right, I'm about to make some good stuff. Like if, if I'm experiencing like a new trial, I'm like, all right, guy, you want me to, you want me to do something yeah, powerful with this? Yeah. So that's how I try to look at it nowadays. All right. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the crushing process. It turns into wine. So <sighs> that's what it is. It's, you know, Born a grape, you know I mean, or born, you know, those type of grapes, and you were created to be crushed so you can be wine. I think that that's really important. So what's next for Soraya Nicole? What's on the menu? What can we look out for? Hmm. Without without spilling too much of the the, the secret news. No, no, the secret news. Honestly, <laughs> you can look out for more national performances hey come on national performances which is kind of exciting you know you can look out for um a lot more content from me like a lot more me like my personality seeing my everyday life like so you'll be seeing vlogs which i'm really excited about um a lot of cool stuff i feel like i'm not giving a lot and i'm sorry but i can show you better than i can tell you like mm. that's the type of person i am so definitely music of course the music and poetry and so but most importantly stay tuned in stay tuned into the truth is because i have a lot of more stuff coming from that project and 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and teaching. I love to teach, so there'll definitely be teaching opportunities for me to teach you if you're interested. I'll be doing virtual opportunities for, like, um, performing and creative coaching because I mm. love to teach, too. Come on, coaching. I love it. I love it. I love it. So how can um, people that want to follow you, get in contact with you, I don't know, book you, how do they contact you? Go ahead, share that information. That's important. <laughs> Super important. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> that is important. And shout out to everybody who has ever booked me. I really appreciate you guys. You guys literally are making my dreams come true every single day. Um, if you want to book me, you can go to SarayaNicole.com. That's S-E-R-A-I-A-H-N-I-C-O-L-E.com slash booking. Um, don't get mad if I don't respond to your DM. Please don't don't take it out on me. But I will definitely have somebody reply to that email. Um and then if you know me, text me, call me. If you know, <laughs> come on, yo. So, But in all seriousness, if you would like to book me, the website is the best way to go. And, yeah, I just feel thankful. I just th- feel thankful for every single book. And, like, it feels, it, yeah, my life is kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. God definitely turned my life around. Like, whole 180 on him. <laughs> like, for real. Said about face. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> For real. All right, cool. So make sure that y'all tap in, um, that y'all are following her. Um, you know, for those of you that are looking to potentially, you know, have her perform, um, reach out for sure. Oh, it's not free. Um, so let's make sure we understand that, that it's definitely not free. <laughs> then again, let me not speak for her on that level. I don't know. Maybe it is. Wait, wait, but wait. What's, what's, <laughs> I will say, though, there's free shows. I always do, like, one to two free shows a month. So those are the shows that you definitely want to go to. And that way you can get a little taste, a little vibe. They're always mm. fun. And you know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. Now, but ser- on a serious note, make sure that y'all tap in with her. Um, hit that website. Uh, definitely hit the follow. Um, but before we go, I want to share this quote that I asked you to bring. Um, I have all, all of my guests bring a quote in. Yours was... Yours was really good because it was, like, affirmative in the sense of, you know, like, almost like a daily affirmation. So I'm going to read it off. It says, I am light. I feel whole. I do the work of the Lord. I love myself, God, and others. I speak life. I attract blessings. I receive my blessings. I see new possibilities. I understand I am blessed. Um, I really, really love that. And I, I'm trying to get more people to be on the positive affirmation Um I don't want to say wave, but just I want them to start really being intentional about the affirmations because I believe that we speak affirmations over our life every day. As soon as we wake up through our mind and things like that, but we aren't very intent or or a lot of people that I know aren't very intentional about speaking real life. Um, so for you, why did you choose this, you know, for your quote? Yeah. Okay, first of all, that's my mantra. That's my daily mantra. Okay. That's my daily mantra for two years, okay? I love it. I am light. I feel whole. I do the work of the Lord. I love myself, God, and others. I speak life. I attract blessings. I receive my blessings. I see new possibilities. I understand I am blessed. Well, for one, I am light. The Bible says that, right? But mm-hmm. also, like, I am light. I, I light up other people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I illuminate other people, like, that's what a star is. A star is supposed to illuminate other people, not just be the light. I'm not, you know, I'm not the sun. There's already a sun, if mm. you know what I mean. 
You know what I'm saying? There's hey. already a sign. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like, so I am like, um, I feel whole because a lot of times it's like, a lot of times we don't feel whole. So um, yeah, I affirm myself that. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? For another day. That's a whole one right there. Yeah, and then I do the work of the Lord. It's self-explanatory. Like, I have to remind myself I'm doing the Lord's work. What I'm doing um, is on the path of what God wants me to do. It's my calling, um, the calling that he has for, that God has for me. And so, um, and then what else? Like, I love myself, Mm. God, and others. I speak life. That's self-explanatory. A lot of times we speak down on ourselves and other people, and I feel like that's a curse. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Because if I can say, if I can say, Nay, you are powerful, you are amazing, immediately you may feel lifted up. But if I say, Nate, you are the worst person, yo, your whole body is gonna start shifting. Yeah. Your spirit is gonna shift. That's so a speaking life, um, all of that, saying that I receive my blessings and I get blessings, all of that, like it's affirming, but it's also manifesting at the same time. And then also saying, like, I see new possibilities. I don't have to stay stuck in the same ways. I can grow. I'm evolving. Um, There's something to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I understand I'm blessed. For me, it's the most important one because for somebody like me, I've received a lot of blessings. And so, but in the day and age that we live in, social media will tell you, your blessings are small. Your mm. blessings are not that deep. Your blessings didn't get this much, these much likes or your blessings. And it's like, no, I understand. I am right. blessed. I know what God did for me today. That's what matters. Exactly. And it's not about opportunities. It's about, like, it could, it could be just waking up in the morning and knowing that your mom is alive and well. That's a you know win. what I'm saying? That's a win. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing. So, um, Final question of the the episode of the podcast, um, the signature question of the show, the signature question of the show, and I love to always hear these responses, um, okay. just because everybody's is like different all the time, and I think that's dope. Okay. So, what does change what we normalize mean to you? Yeah, change what we normalize means to set a new norm. You mm. know what I'm saying? To to um, set the tone when you go into a room because we already know what the tone was before, but when you step into that room, it's like shh, the atmosphere is different. You know, shifting the atmosphere, um, not f- not in just rooms, but like all around, all around the world, and not doing it by yourself, mm. doing it together. You know, that's important. That's a whole word. Not by yourself, but together. That's yeah. that's a whole word. I think Will said, says shared something about that when he was on about you know success is a team sport. And obviously, you know what I mean. So it's like I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it with y'all with that one. Yes. That's that's a whole word. That's a whole word. So, yeah. but I love that. I love your response to that. Um, again, I want to thank you for carving out the time, um, for you know just being willing to come on here to share your story, to be vulnerable, to be transparent, to inspire, to encourage. Um, it's definitely a blessing having you be a part of the podcast. And I pray that somebody, um, you know, you take something powerful from this episode that you go back and listen a few times and really listen to the insights and the stories and the perseverance, the resilience that she talked about, the the boldness to just like, I'm going to be on the corner with it. 
you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and use my gift, you know what I mean? Because your gift truly makes room for you. It's like people feel like God makes room for you. It's like, no, he says your gift. So it's like use the gift. And um, Soraya Nicole has definitely utilized and is using and maxing out on her gifts every single day. So I pray that that encourages you. Um, also, make sure you subscribe, share, and leave a review. Hey, can I say one more thing? Yes, please. Okay. Yo, I really want y'all to know, too, I'm heavy on giving resources as well. So if you want to know how to get booked, if you want to know how to put yourself out there, please don't hesitate to reach out. You know what I'm saying? Don't just reach out to follow me. Don't just reach out to follow Nate. Like, we want to give resources as well on how you can do this. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel shy. If I don't respond to the DM, like I said, don't get mad. But definitely email me, and I will do my best to reach out. Okay, y'all? I love to share resources because mm. if I can win, you can win too. You Come feel on. me? When I win, you win. Ew. Right, right. And that's a mindset that people really need to understand. It's like, yo, it's enough for all of us. What am I hoarding the resources for? That part. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Like she said, um, definitely tap in, um, especially if you're on that that level, that creative path, and you're looking to really get into this thing, and you're serious, and you have a gift, and you're passionate about this. Don't play around. You can save yourself some time, some money, all types of stuff if you tap in uh, with an individual like Soraya. So, um, oh, yeah. Also, make sure that y'all tap in with the free text community, the free inspirational text community. Make sure that you text CWWN to 609-354-5810. Again, that's CWWN to 609-354-5810. I need to memorize that number. I'm going to memorize it one day. I, I, I was watching something the other day, and this is a little off topic. But it was saying how like our brains ain't really what it used to be because we don't even remember like phone numbers. Technology has really slowed us down. Make That's a, a song. whole other podcast. Make it a song like That's a remember whole other um, podcast. six seven eight triple nine eight two one baby. You know that make it a song. Yo, you know what y'all need? Yo, let me do the um let me do the podcast theme song. It don't gotta just be me. Like y'all can have if you had another artist, you know, we could do but the no, podcast theme song you. and I could you know <laughs> it could just and, like, be I can add the tag something something in there, you know. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like that would be fun. That, but we remember it. Eight hundred five eight two three hundred and no today. today. See, look at that. That's I'm a t- fact, though. Music, music is healing, and music is how we learn our ABCs. And I always tell people that music is the most educational <laughs> thing in the world. That's so true. Wow. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna say that for later. Anyway. <laughs> We appreciate y'all for tapping in. Um, as always, like I said, we like to close with a prayer. Um, we started with a prayer for y'all that weren't there. Um, but we're going to close out with a prayer as well and send uh, Mr. Ryan Nicole on her way. <clears throat> Father God, we thank you, Lord, um, for this gathering, um, for the content that was created just now. Uh, we pray that you be glorified for it. Um, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for uh, my relationship with Soraya. And just to hear her heart, her passion, her resilience, Um, especially at such a young age, it has inspired and motivated me. Um, And I know that it'll do the same for everyone who taps in, whether that's when this episode releases, whether that's in another year, whether that's 10 years. Um, I know that the things she shared over these airwaves, that it it will inspire um, others, especially women, Lord. So I pray that you would continue to uh, uh, magnify her platform um, because she has pure motives and you can trust her, Lord. 
So I pray that you would magnify that platform, that things would continue to elevate for her. Um, and as she goes up, that she continues to open doors for others um, as a way to pay homage for those who came before her. Um, so continue to use her gift. May it make massive, massive room for her this year and every year after. Um, and we just praying that she's safe everywhere she goes, that she's protected and covered by you. Um, and again, Lord, I'm just thankful. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Amen, period. amen. So yeah. that was another episode of the Change Will Be Normalized podcast. As always, I will talk to y'all soon. I love you. Peace.